Shalom, and welcome to Heretics Standing at Sinai, a podcast for those in or adjacent to the Jewish community who are searching for a place to deepen their spirituality without sacrificing their rationality. I'm Rabbi Jay Telrav, and each week I have a conversation about new ways to exist in the world as an intentional presence and of new ways of making our lives mean something. Whether you've been exploring Jewish spirituality for years, or this is your first time considering it, we're glad you're here. This week, I'm taking a step away from my past format, and instead of doing a chapter of the book with a guest, I'm going to spend a few minutes reflecting on non-duality and my commitment to it over these last several months. This past weekend, I took a group of men from Temple Sinai away for a men's retreat for a couple of nights. There were 18 of us. And on Saturday night, we had a program during which we uh, discussed non-duality and the spirituality of perennial wisdom. Now, most of these guys had never really been exposed to non-duality, and so I found it necessary to start at the basics and use some some texts. What I found was that some of the guys were really excited about the idea. Some, on the other hand, less so. One of them asked me the most important question of all. He said, why are you bringing all this non-duality material to us at Temple Sinai? Is it part of your vision for the future? Well, what I found was in developing my answer, he forced me to articulate anew why this is so important. So to address that, my responses are these. Yes, I see it as a part of my vision for the future. But I also think it's a vision of our present, even if we don't fully realize it yet. Those of you who are members of Temple Sinai and Stamford received an email from me inviting you to take part in a survey that is intended to get a sense of where our congregation is today regarding beliefs in God and spirituality. What I've found is that the variety of belief in our congregation is as varied as you would expect. I've gotten a couple hundred responses already, and a surprisingly small number were able to simply click on the box that said, yes, I believe in God, or no, I do not believe in God. There are countless personalized examples, which is a way of saying it's complicated. But here's what I see happening. Too many individuals are sitting in services on Shabbat and at the holidays with a book in their lap being asked to articulate or recite material that they don't believe in. And then there are others who don't even come because long ago they decided that there was nothing here for them. They made up their mind. There are those people who say, I'm spiritual but not religious. And I experience this as a polite rejection of the theology that they were provided when they were growing up. They were never guided in their spirituality to something more mature while authentically Jewish. But I also see a hunger for meaning and an acknowledgement of the divine. I think that everybody I know describes finding something beautiful in nature and in love they see something amazing in the advances of science, in the audacity of human creativity. They see a marvel in the pictures coming back from the Webb Space Telescope 
displaying just a small sense of the scale of this universe. These people understand what it is to feel like the center of the world, and at the same time, to feel no more significant than a grain of sand. Judaism has an answer for that. My goal in the years that I have remaining as a rabbi, which is still quite a few, is to offer a true spirituality to those who seek it, even if they don't realize they're seeking yet. Non-duality is the truth that begins to dawn on us as children when we contemplate the vastness of space and the incomprehensibility of infinity. Non-duality is the sense that every human on the planet has just as much right to exist as you do, and their concerns are just as holy to them as yours are to you. Non-duality is the sense that beyond our awareness of the universe, there is so much more happening on other planets, in other galaxies, in other houses, and at the bottom of the ocean, all of it happening all the time. That happening is important, even as we know that we're oblivious to almost all of it, almost all the time. I'm quoting Rabbi Shapiro in his book, Holy Rascals, where he calls God the happening that is happening as all happening. I like that, but it's also a little distracting. God is reality, and the more someone will sit with that, the more I've found excitement as that truth proves itself out. Non-duality presents no deity separate from the universe looking down on it. Non-duality suggests no sentience out there that omnipotently knows you in your personal existence. Non-duality is found in the moments of transcendent awakening that lasts for a moment but changes you for a lifetime. Non-duality rejects supernatural. My spiritual director offered me some constructive thoughts this week on this podcast, and he said that the opening in which I say, this is a place for those exploring their spirituality without sacrificing their rationality, it's a bit problematic. He says that the space of true spiritual opening is beyond the conscious and the rational experience. As soon as you reflect on it and name it with the rationality of language and personal presence in the narrative, it's gone. In fact, he says, spirituality can only realize its full potential, dafka when you sacrifice your rationality. But we'll keep talking about that as we move on with the podcast. I won't ask you to sacrifice your rationality just yet. So back to the question, why do I bring non-duality to my rabbinate in such a direct fashion? I'll tell you, but first I have to share one more thing with you. When looking for my purpose, somewhat earlier in my life, I realized that I wasn't going to be building big buildings with my name all over them. And I figured out there would not be any statues in town centers of my likeness for others to remember forever. In fact, I'd be largely forgotten after just a few generations of my own family goes on living their lives just as most of humanity that has come before me. 
And what's important is I don't find that depressing in the least. In fact, it takes a lot of pressure off. So if I'm not going to be remembered forever, then what can I do with my life that is most meaningful in this short blip of geological time that I'll be alive? My answer is, I can make other people's lives easier and better. That's become my personal mission statement. Two words, easier and better. When non-duality permits us to see the truth of the universe, we acknowledge a few important things. First, we're not that important, really not important at all. So don't stress too much. That's going to make one's life much easier. Second, we are in control of very, very little. We work hard on goals that we feel are important, but in a larger reality, they don't really make much difference. We should continue to work hard, but without all the anxiety of success, that too will make one's life much easier. And third, when we acknowledge the truth of everyone else's humanity and its equal importance to our own, we will feel a little self-conscious, focusing so much on taking care of our personal needs. We'll have to admit that the other's needs are just as holy, and in working for the good of all sentient beings and for the planet itself, we'll be making everyone's existence better. When we see things in proper perspective, we'll find life easier and we'll make reality for everyone better. This is why I bring non-duality to you with the pulpit of my rabbinate, because I want your lives and my own to be easier and better. I'm so glad that you joined me again this week, and I hope that my thoughts made some sense. I'm finding that there are so many of you out there who speak like this, and if you know a few of them, make sure they know about the podcast. And if you've been enjoying listening to these conversations, and you'd be open to having a recorded discussion with me, I hope you'll reach out. As always, you can click below for a transcript of my thoughts. And if you want to be notified of new episodes as they come out, you can click on the subscribe button. Until next time, all you heretics out there, stand proud. Stand proud.